Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. everybody welcome to the wicked anime podcast this is episode 92 Woo! Yay. Yay. Woo! and we got a ton of people to introduce here today yeah it's kind of weird i mean we have some normal people i mean you are i am the stupid awesome analyst jonathan i am andrew the hard man with harder opinions and also with us we have king baby duck evan of the wicked boston anime bastard brigade <laughs> and, and it's bound to happen one day <laughs> And who are those voices I hear cheering? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. We have wicked fan slash kind of news correspondent Gerardo King Bowser. Hello. Wow. We uh, long time wicked fan and one of our hunters on. That's on... right. Yeah, comes monster hunting with us, and we do a great job. And we have Kay from Manga Gamer. Hello. Yay. Oh, see, see, this Yay. is this is our proof. That like with you here that we do actually have some sort of affiliation with Manga Gamer. We're not lying. Yeah, we can say it on our show as much as we want, and we know? can sling your business cards around saying we know these guys. But but when we actually, yeah, but when we actually have a voice on the show, it helps so much. Yeah. It does. Yes. Uh, By the way, I still feel very guilty for not writing a review for Free Friends because I still can't. I I can't get past some of the things in that game. Yeah, I should introduce you to the editor. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> we call, we Was call he it, traumatized by it, too? No, he actually loved it. We call him Cucumber Man. Like, he loved it so much. He actually oh. bought a cucumber specifically so he could uh, imitate the noises they make in that game. So... <laughs> What? I can't see this right now, but my face is in that same little whore that like Simon Pegg is in and Hot Fuzz when he's watching Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. So wait, wait a second. That what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he's really proud of that cucumber, and then he ate it. So, so do the cucumbers talk in Free Friends? Is that what uh, is that, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, we're totally talking about. This is not right Veggie Tales, dude. This is not Veggie Tales. <laughs> what do they say? What do the cucumbers say? In Free I, I Friends? don't know. You'll have to ask him. Oh well, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> they say some. Don't eat me. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, where are you sticking me? I don't know if I like this. You're talking about the I fridge. I kinda right? like this. It's dark, it's scary in here. No, no, it's yep, that's no. Still, it still sounds like the fridge. No, it's it's vinegar because it turned to pickles. Uh yeah. Oh. Oh god. <laughs> there is more than one way to pickle a cucumber? What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So why is everybody here? Why why do we have these extra voices well, on today's podcast? Well, you see, me and you suck at traveling across the country, right? Yeah, yeah, and totally. And a couple weeks ago, as of this recording, was one of the biggest anime conventions, uh, Anime Expo. Yeah. And two of out of these five people were there, and I think it's Kay and Gerardo. Maybe. Evan, did you go? Probably. No, but I am going to attempt to do it next year. Yes, so are we, actually. I think Do we it. are. Yeah. All right. Really? I want to take. I want. I am. I want to take that leap. I, there's no promises, but I want to take that leap. And if anything, we can live with Gerardo when we if, go there. If I got. <laughs> if I got my you new job. Hell, sure. Yeah. If if I get my new job that I'm that I'm looking to get, I, I'll be able to go. Oh boy. I will. Yeah. All right. We're already making so. plans. So. I think that in order to get to that content, we got to do some stuff that everybody's expecting us to do. Yeah. So let's ring the news bell. News. Okay. Bing bong. <laughs> so first up, ding, ding. in media news, I got to say this. Crunchyroll has won the fight, you guys. Uh, <laughs> they announced a couple weeks ago that uh, they're going to start dubbing and releasing Blu-ray and DVD cuts of anime. This is yes. huge. This is massive. Like, I already watch an ass load of Crunchyroll every day of my life already, and now all the stuff that they have, they can license. Well, like, like, they, like officially licensed for release. Yeah, and they already like sprung a few titles on us that I'm pretty freaking excited for. Yeah, one being Berserk. Yeah. So okay, so we have Berserk. Food myriad Wars, Colors, right? Phantom War. Was food? No. Um, food Wars is somebody else. Okay, Myriad Colors. Yeah, Myriad Colors. Yeah, Phantom World and uh, Cabanery of the Iron Fortress. Yeah, those are amazing starts. Did it, did and it here's any- the thing about, but I thought Iron Fortress was an Amazon show. See, Iron Fortress was kind of elusive of everywhere. It, like, I couldn't find where to find it other than, you know, sites, magical anime trees. As they call yes. it. And so I would pick that fruit and I would watch Cabanery of the Iron Fortress and I would love it because it was every single episode was the quality of a, a of a movie. Like a Ghibli film or Steam Boy or something that was made in Japan for theaters. And it was impressive. The story was cool. The character were, character designs were insanely cool. Uh, I, it was a lot of fun. I loved Cabanery of the Iron Fortress. So the fact that Crunchyroll is, is slating, slated to sell this on DVD, I am excited. If not for just the quality of the show and how high quality it was, like watching a movie every single episode, I mean, it's studio wit. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah. But here's here's another thing that, it, back to the Crunchyroll yes. aspect yeah. of it, is uh, the next thing that they have, that I don't think they've said, is how much they're going to cost. Because after dubbing and releasing like Sentai... Do a, does a good job on their pricing because they, they only sub, they don't dub. Now, Crunchyroll, they're planning on doing dubs, and who else does dubs? Funimation, their prices are fair, but also people who scare Aniplex. me like Aniplex. Yeah. Yeah. Which, they're releasing Erased $115 for six, six episodes. episodes. Jesus Which Christ. is bullshit. Yeah. 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 Like, that literally, Aniplex of America, that's an evil move. Like, that is not... And Very that, evil. But, Granted, well, are, wait, are you talking about like a dubbing com- like actually going in and dubbing it? Because there's also Bang Zoom. Bang Zoom is an actual dubbing company. So yeah. 
Yeah, Crunchyroll well, could go to well, them. Aniplex is just yes. the producer. Right. So they right. they're a, distribu- well, that's they're a that's distributor too, though. Like right, they, they are the a distributor, but like Aniplex wouldn't be the per- like the sole company re- possibly releasing it either. Right. Um, right. But they still need to pay for the cost of the the release based on what kind of work goes into the production. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, I thought there was some mess up there. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Ignore me. No, <laughs> no. It's cool. It's cool. No. Nope. So, uh, so like kind of the same way that, you know, Funimation releases this stuff and uh, Crunchyroll is now releasing this stuff and uh, pricing is pretty fair. Uh, where Aniplex of America is uh, pretty infamous for their high, high, high prices. Um, it kind of probably contributes to the fact that they don't have a streaming service, you know, possibly because like, because um, Crunchyroll has streaming, Funimation has streaming, uh, and, technically and, Viz has yeah. streaming. Uh, they use Hulu yeah. and stuff like Hulu and stuff like yeah, and, deals. and people, Neon Alley. yeah, and people pay for those streams, which can go. Contri- into- it kind of yeah contributes to the sale prices of DVDs. Now, Aniplex of America, like I had to wait for Christmas sales to just buy anime DVDs I wanted from them at a normal price. Yeah. So it's kind of upsetting because Erased was the best anime, probably one of the best anime shows I will see all year this year, mm-hmm. and maybe even beyond that. Yeah, but, and uh, and it's it's very expensive. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. so you're gonna spend a total of two hundred and thirty dollars to get the entire. Which, by the way, the dub cast is amazing. Yeah, like just uh, yeah. Utter, utterly astounding. But uh, I I can't buy it. Like I can't afford that. I know I can't afford it, and it's unfortunate because it's like one of the best animes I've ever seen. But anyways, that's it, Andrew. Your contribution to this conversation was a really good point as to DVD prices being lower because Crunchyroll already streams and they get the streaming money and ads and everything like that. So maybe they will have fairer prices. Who knows? I'm looking forward to it. I I think that's great because Crunchyroll has some of the best content to put out there. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next up in media news. Uh, this is from Wicked Fan Mike. He sent us the trailer for the Sword Art Online movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't watch it. Yeah, you didn't watch it? Okay, I watched the trailer. In Japanese still. But it was really interesting because I think that this movie takes place in between when they wake up from Sword Art Online and, and going into... Sword Art Online 2. Sword, yeah, going into the series Sword Art Online 2. Or rather, even the fairy arc. There, there's this thing in the show where they're like walking around the streets and then they put on these little like Bluetooth headsets and the world around them turns into a fantasy world. Oh, kind of like so AR. So it's like AR. Yeah. Yeah. Augmented reality games. Yeah. And, and so I was wondering, like, <laughs> do they really want to... Like, like I, I want to know when this happens in the timeline exactly, because if it happens directly after Sword Art Online 1, it's like, you're still recovering from Sword Art Online. Are you sure you want to jump right into another game that leaves you in real life? Like, well, wait, was was Asuka in it? I mean, yeah. Asuka? Was it, is that right? I forget the name. Asuna. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. um, if she's in it, then it's not before the fairy arc because she's in a coma. That's a good point. Yeah. So I guess I don't know when it, when it falls in. But even still, we have like we have this next arc, which I wonder where it takes place in the light novels. And if the, if or this, if it takes place during yeah, the light novels. And if this movie is in chronology with the original light novels, for one thing, and also... Uh, it so, could also be non-canon as well. Yes, that exactly. is very true because usually in movies, and that's that's one of my points too. Is is this whole movie going to be an entire light novel if it is in one of the light novels? Yeah, because the the anime producers make non-canonical movies all the time. So uh, that is all I have for that one. I, the movie looks exciting. If they release it here, I mean, obviously they'll probably release it here. Maybe Crunchyroll will even get it. Who knows? 
my next news story is actually a really interesting insight to the industry. And Andrew, you're going to be really excited about this because it, it has to do with Lynn Okamoto. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's a little artist tip that he revealed in an article recently. I think it was re- released by Anime News Network. For those of you who don't know who Lynn Okamoto is, he's the creator of Elf and Lead. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Elf and Lead's my favorite anime. Literally <laughs> everybody knows that. I know. <laughs> Because you don't miss an episode where you say that. I don't know. Gerardo, do you know that? Gerardo, what's my favorite? I have no idea. I'm sorry. Gerardo, what's my favorite anime? I don't know. I can't tell you. It's Monster Hunter. It's Thundercats. Yeah. So, anyways. What kind of fan are you, Gerardo? There's a little secret. So, there's a little secret to Lin's artwork that allows his books and his manga and his anime to be timeless. Okay. What technique could that possibly be? Um, all of his characters cry really heavily. <laughs> no, uh, no, that gives you wrinkles. So like they, it's like oh, none of the none of the characters have wrinkles on them, therefore they're ageless. So no, it actually has to do with the time period that it's in. He writes uh, stories that are that that don't necessarily have a timeline. Like yeah, they're modern, but you don't know exactly during what modern time it is, and it's because. In his artwork, he has literally never drawn a cell phone. Really? Ever. Oh, huh. Wow. Yeah. He has literally never drawn a cell phone, never shown it on screen, ever. And that's because cell phones are the most technologically advancing thing that we have nowadays. Even back when they first came onto the scene, mm-hmm. they were flip phones, which are really popular in Japan, and some people still have them. But now we're moving on to smartphones, and who knows what we're going to move on to next. We're going to move on to the, uh, the iPhone from Futurama. Uh, and so it's a plumbus. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, that's like a really interesting anime animation technique where he takes out technology. And now that I even think about it, it, do they even show TVs like in in living rooms and stuff like that? Uh, I really don't know. I don't know if he ever shows technology. See, whenever he draws something, it's always in some, something that's familiar to everybody. So it, it, something will take place in a forest. So you have no technology around uh, it'll take place in some high-tech island facility so that you're just like, I don't know where that is. I can't locate that on the map, you know? Yep. And then, or it takes place, you know, in uh, in a suburban area, and there's always suburbs. Nice. Yeah, so he, he kind of flips it around. Yeah, nobody uses cell phones now that I think about it. Yeah. There's guns and stuff. But... Yeah. Well, hey, that's a, little, uh, that's a little writing technique for all you aspiring storytellers and artists out there. Next up, that is the end of media news. I want to move on to some gaming news. And before we talk about the most important thing that has happened in the history of the entire world, which is Pokemon Go, yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, spotlight a game that I found out from developer SEEC. Has anybody seen their newest game that has come out? They, okay, so SEEC is a development company that releases visual novels for cell phones. Oh. So, like, you'll have those, those short mascot games on cell phones and everything like that romance dating games well they've come out with a new romance and dating game and usually in romance and dating games the girl falls in love with the guy at the end right the user which is you what okay this is going a weird direction yeah so you have in this in this visual novel you have three characters to choose from okay and the game is called i hate you oh now (laughs) now the premise of the game is that all three of the girls will literally, no matter what you do, will never, ever love you. As a matter of fact, they hate you. And there are three characters to pick from this game. The three characters are as followed. 
The girl who thinks you are an idiot. The one who thinks that you can't do anything right. The one who thinks that, that you really have no intelligence whatsoever. And what are you, stupid? Baka. Second, <laughs> the second character is the girl who just likes to verbally assault you. The one who, who, who demeans you, who makes you less of a person, and the one who just just wants to torture you, make your life I want to know the third one, Jonathan. The third one is the shy girl who wants you to leave her alone because she thinks you're creepy. Aww. <laughs> so every time you talk to her, it's li literally like you're stalking her. Somebody gets off on this. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. First and foremost, wasn't this in an episode of Outlaw Star? Like, wasn't Gene Star when playing a game, like a visual novel, where he's like, I love you, I need you, and the girl was just, like, punching him in the face? I, I don't remember that I don't at all. I don't remember that at all. I swear it was an episode of Outlaw Star. And second, how sadomasochistic do you have to be to enjoy a game like this? I actually want to try it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to try it, too. Well, it's on the App Store for iOS and Android. I want to go after that girl that yeah, thinks I'm an idiot. I will post, I will post it in the description, the article that I found, because there is a link to download it. For in Japanese, though, right? Yeah, it will be in Japanese. Um, so it will be, you'll just be able to understand, like, the, the bakas. And yeah, so... so um, reviewers of this game hate it, but the fans love it. And they find it because they find it so realistic and enjoyable to real life relationships that they usually have, which is sad. Um, the game has a warning at the beginning of it saying like, this is a really hard hitting game. The girls are literally not going to like you. And if you're very sensitive or emotionally unstable in any way, shape or form, you should not play this game. This computer game will hurt your it feelings. It says that at the beginning. Oh my God. Stop hurting my feelings. <laughs> Anyways, link in the description. Okay. You yes. just made it. So, made it. so in layman's terms, um, please don't kill yourself because your 2D waifu doesn't love you back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's plenty of other waifus that will like you out there. Yeah. Uh, so this is a good segue because we're talking about visual novels. Hey, Caitlin. Hey. What's up? You were at Anime Expo and some announcements happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are you able to talk about the announcements on our show? <laughs> if because you like. because because one of them is like what? <laughs> well, okay, which one? <laughs> well, well, okay. So the 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 magical uh, girl one isn't. It's it's a magical girl one, right? That one's not as exciting. Uh, I think you know what well, I'm no, talking there, about. There's really not any magical girl ones that. Oh well. Like, whatever. <laughs> oh wow! Thanks. Wow, that hurts. I read through them and I must have been mistaken. Uh, no, there's one that I'm pretty sure I think you know I'm talking about. And Are you talking about, about naked butlers? No, I'm talking about maggot baits. Maggot baits. Oh my gosh. But yeah, what? Naked butlers was there? Right? Was that is that an Otome game or a Yaoi game? It's a BL. Okay, it's a BL. Okay. Yep. I, I was I was wondering about that. <laughs> But no, Maggot Pate was one of them that I saw, and I was like, ha, what? <laughs> I saw some screenshots Tell from that. Yeah, I did too. Tell yeah. me about these games. Tell um, us about your announcements. Well, it's it's fucked up. I mean, <laughs> that's the <laughs> best way you could describe it. Uh, in fact, the artist, uh, Shigeo Hamashimo, is actually at AX with us. And what? during her panel, she was just like, you know, we actually had to cut content in Euphoria during development because it was so extreme. And, you know, Euphoria is well known from people who watch the HOVA for being pretty intense anyway. Yes. So, you know, in the visual mm -hmm. novels, you know, pretty graphic as well. So they were like, well, let's just put all that stuff that we had to take out in Euphoria and just stick it in Maggot Bates. And that's oh what they gosh. did. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They went really extreme with that. Um, I have not had a chance to play it myself. Uh, I have seen plenty of screen caps. And... Uh, 
I want to play it because I'm curious, and the opening is crazy badass. So, um, there was one thing that I did with it. Uh, I went to the website to also check it out, because I was checking out your announcements that you did from AX. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things you can do, pretty much for every visual novel, is the voice samples, right? Right. You go to the, you go to the website, you check out the voice samples of all the girls. Right. Well, most of the girls have five voice samples. There's, the, uh, there's two talking ones, a... Uh, uh, like a making out one or a arrow scene uh, yeah or an arrow scene well the and then the the third the fourth one is like um an intense arrow scene but the fifth one is like when they're getting like one of their limbs cut off or something like that. <laughs> oh and it's God. and it's them wow. making like these grotesque like like sounds i was like what oh. this is crazy i'm looking at one picture right now with this one girl getting her eye gouged yes. out with it looks like her tit has been cut off yes. jesus oh. christ oh. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's Eroguro. It's a very specific fetish, and I may or may not have it. Um, and <laughs> just saying, and I don't uh, judge. No, I I said may not, so it's like a 50-50% chance. It's up to the viewers to or up to the listeners to decide whether or not I do have it or not. It's like a fan fiction. It's really right. fun. Um, and uh, uh, and I saw that, and I was just like, oh, I have to try this. Like, <laughs> really? Okay, so Andrew and I. It are is very tentacly too. Yeah, Andrew mm-hmm. and I are very completely opposite spectrums when it comes to visual novels. I won't even buy Euphoria. Like I, I couldn't. I might. I couldn't even try it. Would like, couldn't get even past the screenshots. <laughs> I, I bought it and I got the creator to sign it. <laughs> yes. Oh, you nice. said you were there. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's... Yeah. You two Wait, may or may not have even. Yeah, Gerardo. Paths. Gerardo, did you go to the manga gamer booth or to the manga gamer panel at any time you were there? I, I might have passed by the booth, but I. It's not something I really stopped at. Oh. Darn! I was there and everything. Oh well, well. When we go, when we go next time, Gerardo, we'll introduce you to Kate. Kate, <laughs> uh, what was your what was your favorite announcement from the, from um, the show? Oh my gosh! It was Naked Butlers, wasn't I it? Was, oh, I was really happy about Naked Butlers. Uh, in fact, my my boyfriend and I were playing the opening for like at least two weeks before the announcement because it's just so damn addicting. Ha, ha. <laughs> it's just so much fun. And well, I was listening to it on the airplane and oh, it's so good. Um, but I actually really think I'm excited for Fashioning Little Miss Lonesome. It's the Otome game. It's the adult Otome game. Oh, and, uh, I didn't know there was an adult Otome yeah, game. Yeah, uh, basically the, the staff member who was actually on the panel described it as think of it's Think of the main girl as a less disgusting version of Tomoko from Watamote. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you get her. And, like, the first decision point that you have is whether you get out of bed or not. <laughs> and if you don't, like, you, your life ends with you being alone with, like, cats or something. I believe that's how she described it. <laughs> this so, game sounds awesome! <laughs> I know! And I'm so excited for it! And she was telling me about this scene where, like, they do shrooms together, and, like, <laughs> I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> so, okay, so here's the thing. What is this world of I, visual novel? This is the first first instance of an adult Otome game that I've ever heard. Now, usually in visual novels that are f- for the male audiences... You never see the dude's face, and it's usually like a POV thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. For Otome games, is it switched the opposite? Or, I, like This is actually my first time playing, or it, even being exposed to an 18-plus Otome. Uh, I played like games like Amnesia and, you know, that are all-ages stuff, and you actually do see the men, and everything's from the female perspective. 
Like, you right. occasionally get, you know, a shot of the girl and the guy, and they're both together, like, making lovey-dovey eyes, or, you know, in Amnesia's case, lo- locked in a cage, <laughs> looking <laughs> at this dude and, you know, petrified, but... So, <laughs> it, it gets... Did you... Have you never read Amnesia? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, it's... No. It's something. <laughs> oh, it's something, all right. Uh, but... So this is sort of an oddity where you, you get both the male and you, you get to see everything. Yeah. And I love the like, fact that the protagonist is actually voiced, the female protagonist in this Otome game, whereas mm-hmm. most of them aren't. Hmm. I've, I've yes. actually, yeah, I've never really seen an Otome game that's ever done that. I know this, Amnesia didn't do it. This sounds great. Yeah. Was this called Little Miss Fashion? Fashioning Little Miss Lonesome. Okay. Fashioning Little Miss Lonesome. And you can find that on on my website. It's on our announcements page. Announcements page. Cool, cool. And and Naked Butlers, I'm so pumped. And (laughs) our boss, uh, when he was up on the panel, he was just like, I just felt my butt clench. (laughs) 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 During the opening. (laughs) Well, gotta say that the last time we went to your panels, or two years ago, rather, is when you did your first BL uh, thing, which was No Thank You. Right. And... It's funny that you were mentioning that it was a, it has a really catchy opening because No Thank You was the same way. It's like, wow, this this actually has really good presentation because the opening oh, is man, so no, good. Oh, man, No it's, Thank it's You looks like you so that. much fun. It's <laughs> yeah. funny you mentioned that because um the our boss, Manga Gamer's boss, is actually the performer for that song. What? What? Yeah. what? <laughs> That's Bamboo. <laughs> He's like, uh, are you familiar with Baka and Test? He sings that opening as well. Wow, my yeah, world is flipped really down. Wow, that's crazy. And he, he, he owns Overdrive, which is yes. the per- in, I, I'm working on Bokuten, so, yep. which is an Overdrive title. <laughs> oh, by the way, you can tell him that Overdrive is my favorite. Yeah, I told him to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I told well, him well, person. Well. I, uh, I told him that in person. It was like, I love Overdrive so much. You know, I'm so freaking nervous because this is the first time I met him. And he's like, oh, thank you very much. And his <laughs> accent is so adorable. <laughs> he tried to speak English, but he failed. <laughs> Speaking of awesome accents, I also retweeted on our Wicked Anime Twitter, Studio Trigger, a vine of the guy going justice oh, yeah. <laughs> over the uh, over the megaphone, which is great. Okay, so from well, visual yeah. novels. Yes, thank you very much, Caitlin, for sharing what yeah. Manga Gamer had to announce. You're welcome. So <laughs> from visual novels, let's talk about the thing that has saved the world, and that is Pokemon Go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it <laughs> saved the world as much as it's destroying it as well. Well, it's keeping it in decent balance, that's for sure. Yeah. It's bringing like, people together. Yeah. Car, car accidents and injuries and people <laughs> running across the street, which I, I happened yeah. last but night. Also, <laughs> I mean, even our first night trying it, we were out to Victoria's birthday, mm-hmm. and we went to Dave & Buster's, and you know how in typical restaurant fashion you're only supposed to have one waiter or waitress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we had four because we were all playing Pokemon Go and we were connecting with all the waiters and waitresses around us because they were also playing Pokemon Go and they were all trying to figure it out. Victoria and James have been playing it for 12 or so hours already. Yeah, all day long for her birthday. That's what they did. They have they... a Butterfree living in their apartment and I want it. Yes. <laughs> that uh, is awesome. We usually, we usually record there, but because Victoria's not on this episode, she's she's working today. I, I, we couldn't go over to their apartment. I couldn't catch the Butterfree. <laughs> I got a lot of Pokemon today, uh, too. 
Well, the thing is, Pokemon spawn randomly, so it doesn't matter where you are. It also determines what level you are. The higher level you are, the rare Pokemon you'll get. Yes. Don't shatter my dreams, Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> and see, uh, well, because see, last night, we, um, I went out in, like, a huge group. There was probably about six or seven of us, and we were just wandering the streets uh, looking for Pokemon. We walked through a cemetery at night looking for ghost Pokemon. We found a Ghastly. Uh, I didn't catch it. It was too far away. Uh, unfortunately, it was like on the other side of a fence mm. in the in the cemetery. Really? Yeah, and I was Should've so pissed. Yeah, I wanted that ghastly so bad, and I also had to go to the bathroom really bad. So, like, <laughs> um, yeah, peeing in a in a graveyard is not a good idea. And uh, but but <laughs> I we think it's how you get cursed. We did go down to one of the ponds that we have here. We have a really big pond. Uh, it's a landmark of uh, the area that we live in, and there's a Pokemon gym there. And so we ran into somebody else who was playing Pokemon and he was standing at the gym and he was fighting at the gym. And so we had a good conversation with him and whatever. And then we started walking back and I found a Staryu, a Psyduck, um, Krabby, Poliwag. Like it was awesome. Like it was, it was just so cool. Yeah. And, um, and I ran into an apartment complex because there was a Zubat in there, but I, had, I already had a Zubat from a little, like, I think work or something. No, I don't know. I don't, I forget where I caught the Zubat, but I, I caught another one. You're way ahead of me, by the way. I... I am currently still only on my starter Pokemon. Like, <laughs> I have not had time. My, I need to wait for my data to roll over and next Thursday, so I gotta wait. And then I'll be catching Pokemon all over the place. Life is rough, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first world problems. That That is like... <laughs> That is the biggest first world problem I have ever spoken in my entire life right there, I think. <laughs> Anybody have any good Pokemon catching stories? My friends and I were out yesterday, and we were wandering around town, and all of a sudden we walk up and there's this, like, old mansion thingy that people can go in and do tours of, and there was this uh, ambulance sitting outside, and we were really confused, because all of a sudden we just hear this Pokemon music just blaring, and we're like, what the, f where is this coming from? Well, it turns out it's coming from the ambulance. Okay. And we go up to the ambulance, and these two dudes poke their head out, and they're like, hey, are you guys playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> it's the freaking EMTs. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So they were doing the gym that was inside the house. Did did they let you, like, like oh, can we join your crew? And then, like, they just let you jump into the back of the ambulance? No, no. <laughs> they, uh, they asked us what teams we were on, and we told them. And one of our friends... Uh, is on the yellow team. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But we're all Mystic, which is the blue team. So they were all, like, ragging on him and telling him how much of a POS he was on the yellow team, and then they drove away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Every they said, I, wanna, I, wanted to, I would want to see them turn their lights on and, dr and drive somewhere else <laughs> to go get yeah. more Pokemon. Um, we're, we're all uh, over here in, in our yeah, town. Yeah, in our town, almost everybody from our town is red. Like, it's it's crazy. This entire town has chosen red as their color. We have the uh, the red line T-stop, and that's a gym, which we oh, can wow. see from our house. So I can defend the gym from my bedroom. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so, nice. Um, so, like, every time I turn on my Pokemon Go, I can see the gym from my house. And uh, so, uh, and, and James from the Wicked Anime Podcast, he was the leader at that gym for a, for a while. I don't know if he still is, but they conquered that gym. Um, yeah, they went to the train station for like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is crazy because parking is insane. Um, <laughs> the only thing I could say is there are so many damn Weedles around Flax Pond. So, yeah, <laughs> we, we have Ratatas here. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. <laughs> it's all Weedles. It's time for some strange news. Woo, strange news. Woo, strange news. <laughs> so, 
Hey, would any of you guys be interested in volunteering for the 2020 Olympics? In Japan? Maybe. What is the catch? Where, what are you leading to? Yeah. I have the qualifications right here. Do you want me to read them to you? Oh my god, yeah. you have to remember this. <laughs> so, uh, first off, uh, you need to, uh, number one, uh, possess communication skills. Good? Okay, so you can talk. Yes. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. If, we are all, if we are all on this podcast, I imagine that we have at least subpar communication skills. So, uh, good. Check. Number one. Number two, a little bit tougher. Um, speak a foreign language. So, uh, obviously, it's in Japan. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, it's for other countries as well, like the entirety of the world. So, being able to speak other languages, that's a very fair thing to be a volunteer. By the way, this is all volunteer work. And, you know, it's for free, right? Mm-hmm. So, say to parler français? Okay, so you can work for, for France and you can do some great... Uh, French dubs for their cartoons. <laughs> I'm coming animation. Here I come. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so next up on the qualifications list, work over 10 uh, eight-hour days for free. Okay. Are we still on board? Yeah. Well, I mean, we uh, weren't on board from the beginning, but yeah. it was because it, it requires travel so, to Japan. But Yeah, it requires travel to Japan, work uh, in another thing. You have to work 10 uh, eight-hour days at least for, for free. Like in a row? Yes, or, in a row. Okay, the whole that that's understandable. I get that. Like they they have to kind you have to kind of do that. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Have knowledge of the events or experience watching them live. So you have had to have at least been to one other Olympics event in your entire life. Hmm. Okay. Well, it says or or watching them live. Yeah. I've, it, yeah. Would that count if like I've seen them on TV every year? Yeah. Because because you know? I am familiar with the events. So, yeah. Okay. I then, guess I'm going to the girls' female volleyball. Part Woo! of the whole Darn, yeah. shame. Oh yeah, that really hurt your feelings. Uh, be over 18 years old in 2020. Uh, and then uh, go through three stages of training and an interview. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, pay for own transportation and accommodations. Okay. Nope. <laughs> so those That's are where all they the quali- get you. <laughs> yeah. Those are all the qualifications to becoming a. Uh, a volunteer for the 2020 Olympics. It sounds very expensive. Like, the be- the worst working vacation ever. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to spend up to $10,000 just to be a volunteer. Now, Aren't you so privileged? Yeah. Now, th- the weird thing is, is have you guys seen the news story that they're trying to develop meteorites, like artificial meteorites to do a meteor shower over the opening ceremonies? Like, I saw no. it as a Facebook event. Is it, that's a thing? Yeah, I don't know if it's a real thing. They're going to launch a mini-satellite into or, uh, into the atmosphere with different uh, gas fuels in them, and they'll burn different colors that rain down from the sky like like shooting stars. I've, Crazy. I've seen that as, like, one of those Now This Facebook videos, so I don't know the validity of it, and usually those things are fake. Maybe. I don't know. That's going to cost up to, like, there's they're worth millions of dollars per fake meteorite. So why not just cut that out of the performance... And get some LED twinkling lights to put over the <laughs> to put over the stage, and uh, pay your employees, pay, pay your volunteers. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's way too ridiculous. Now, uh, next up in strange news, uh, have you guys heard the story of the 67-year-old afternoon radio DJ that was arrested in Japan? No, no. Nobody's no. heard the story. Great, I'm the only one. Cool. Okay, cool. So there's this guy who's been doing this afternoon radio show on the air 67 years old so he's been doing it for i would say at least 20 years i I don't know the exact amount of time that he's been doing it for 
but he was arrested. Like, can anybody guess what he did? Okay, so it, it was. It has to do with being on the radio. If that if that narrows it down. Oh, right. okay. He um, went to the bathroom on the radio. Selling his grandmother. Use the word Monko. <laughs> oh, that that would do it probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it has to do with a piece of equipment in the room. Cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> he farted into the microphone. Uh, he did something with the microphone. Oh, um, oh God. He stuffed it did up he... his ass. No, but that w- I, I knew that, that somebody was going to say that eventually. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for clearing the air, Kay. That's You're what welcome. I thought, too. <laughs> Clear, clearing the air is a fart joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, um, he was arrested because on air, while he was on, the, on radio, he, he had a fit of rage, and he beat his female co-host... With the microphone on air. What? what? Yes. That is a real thing. That what happened. does that even sound like? Yeah. Thunk, thunk. So a show aired four times a week since 1997. And the wow. May, May Gino was a 50-year-old media personality. Oh, man, so he beat a 50-year-old woman? Yes. You think that they'd be bonded, uh, but on June 27th, the elder radio host became so upset that he physically assaulted Gino, repeatedly kicking her in her left knee, and then struck her in the face with his microphone, cutting her lips. Um, Her left knee? Specifically? So he was on the right, and they were sitting around having... So, like, Andrew, if you were kicking me right now... Yes. That that would be... And then if you took our microphone and... (laughs) I think it would be harder than that if it split her lip open. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That was like that's like a wind up. Whack, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um. There is no. There's no explanation for it on on here. This article has. I'll post it in the description. To see if anybody can if anybody can interpret it differently than me because I'm trying to get through the whole thing. You know, but uh. Maybe but he's just an angry old man with maybe. angry old problems. He is uh, of age to be angry all the time. That is for sure. <laughs> old man gets angry at Cloud, takes it out <laughs> on his co-host. <laughs> and that's uh, as strange as it gets. Really? That was our strange news? That was our strange news. Oh, you got some sucky strange news. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> Listen, the world needs to be weirder. Ch- nothing blew up in China. I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah. uh, I guess that means we're moving on to what we're watching. No. No? Because first... Speaking of Pokemon Go, it's time for this fetish of the week! Oh, fetish of the week! Yeah. So, in light of Pokemon Go, this one is actually was actually given to me a while ago, a couple weeks back, but I figured it's what a perfect time to talk about it since we talked about Pokemon Go. So many times I said Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go. From our wicked fan Mike, again, he's providing us with all of our excellent content. Get on his level, Gerardo, he's, you're stepping behind. <laughs> We're talking Sorry. about today Japan's fascin- fascination with what Pokemon thing? Pikachu's butt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in Japan right now is obsessed with Pikachu's adorable ass. You know that he, <laughs> they know that he's been around since like 1995, right? Or yeah. Something like that. I mean, yeah. He's of age. No, you don't. You don't know that. Okay. Uh, you you have to realize that when Ash is gone, his he, when he w- went off to college, because he did grow up eventually, that Pikachu passed away, and she had to go out and get another Pikachu that looked exactly like him, so he wouldn't know when he came home from college. <laughs> oh it's, my gosh! It's still Pikachu. <laughs> Just don't tell Ash. <laughs> now remember, your name is Pikachu. 
<laughs> Pikachu, good. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, there's there's like this obsession where like you can go and buy keychains, pillows, cookies. Cafes are serving buns, like literal buns in the shape of Pikachu's buns. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's and fantastic. so a while ago, they they had this thing where they were doing hamster butts, uh-huh. and like they're like, oh, cute hamster butts. And now they're like, oh, electric hamster butts. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, it, that was a phase that passed, but then it came back. I actually found this article on Kotaku, or rather, Mike sent it to us from Kotaku. I'm looking at but it yeah. right now. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's adorable. It is. It's Just... so cute. <laughs> Pikachu butts. I everywhere. really want a Pikachu butt now. Pikachu. Well, I prefer a Pikachu, but, you know. Pikachu butt. <laughs> do you think Not that there are... You watch Pokemon Go. Yeah, do you think that there are Pokemon poachers out there that when they they kill Pokemon, they, like, mount their butts <laughs> instead uh, of their faces? Oh, these are really cute. <laughs> oh, this is so bizarre. I feel like that J-List is going to have... Apparently there's boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that J-List is going to have an own-a-hole eventually. Oh, my Ew. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, not... no. That's more, that's more like Bad Dragon. That's Bad, yeah. bad Dragon Will. Yeah, that's you're bad right. Dragon territory. <laughs> that is a good point. Do you think they're going to like start drawing like the little asterisks on his butt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going down some really bad territory right now. Folks. That's actually an American cartooning technique. Yes, the asterisk on the butt. Unless that's like really Pikachu's butt and he like doesn't poop. Does Pikachu, does Pikachu not poop? Maybe, maybe. Well, could it could it just be like a bird where he just excretes all kind of chemicals waste from his body all at the same time? Yeah. Did you know birds don't pee? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah, birds. It all comes out in like one go. And that was Japan's finish of the week! <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, so. Pikachu in the butt? <laughs> Let's talk about what we're watching, because I'm sure there's a lot that we need to talk about what we're watching. Mm-hmm. Now... Well, this... not Caitlyn. She already said. She already told us that she's not watching anything. I'm I watching know. rewrite. That's all I've watched so far. Hey, let's start with rewrite. I haven't started watching. I have that not one yet. started rewrite either. But I know no. that uh, Roman is uh, is translating it. He is. How is it? Uh, I like it. I was really confused. The first episode is very confusing. Really? Uh, I can grab him and he can comment on rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome, He's saying, actually. no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Roman! Roman! <laughs> they're, they're yodeling to you. <laughs> uh, but it's Yodel. very confusing. Um, there's some random 3D bits, and it, it's an hour-long episode. The first episode is. Really? So it was, was not expecting it, and I really need to play the visual novel because I have no clue what's going on. So. Oh, visual novel. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Well, I was actually really surprised to find that Oz Mafia. I didn't know about that. Oz Mafia has a has a anime this season. Yeah, as I have well. that. I have that in my yeah. queue. I really want to watch it which is I know on that. which is on Crunchyroll. I mean, um, manga gamer. Yeah, manga gamer and Crunchyroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yep, they're shorts. Oh, okay. So then I I won't be wasting my time by watching it then. Right. Right. <laughs> it, I, not wasting my time as in like it's gonna be stupid. Wasting my time as in if I don't like it. Right. Right. Just just read the visual novel. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought the visual novel looked awesome. 
That was the that was the opening that was done by the Canadian Christian band. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So yeah, rewrite. I, I have that one in my queue. I'll also yet to watch it. Uh, oh, and of course, I Love told... Live Sunshine. Watching that too. Oh man, I can't find that. Where is it? I am on... watching it on Funimation. That's yeah. the only place you can that... watch it. I can't believe that Crunchyroll doesn't have it because they had the first two seasons of the original series, and now they're just gonna they're just gonna leave us high and dry. Well, Funimation picked up the license. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I understand that they like uh, like that they did the same thing for free, or rather, there was a there was a war between the licensing. Yeah, of Sentai, free. Sentai Filmworks and yeah. Funimation. But no, like, Discotech and Funimation. Was it Discotech? Yeah, yeah, Discotech. Discotech. Right, it was. Yeah, the, the totally forgotten distributors that oh, I love Discotech. Oh yeah, they're the, they're the diamond in the rough. Oh, for sure. the, yeah. Yeah, Discotech <laughs> is great. They sell all my favorite bloody gory animes. Yeah. Everyone's they giving actually, a thumbs up in the corner. <laughs> yeah, they were actually um, uh, pretty close to us when we lived in Florida. Anyway, so how is Sunshine? I love it. Uh, it's it's different from you know uh, you, from Love Live. Wait, 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 wait. You you love Live it? I love Live it. Yeah, that was that was lame, guys. That was lame. <laughs> it totally, it totally was. Uh, High five. You knew where he was going though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wasn't expecting some parts of it. Uh, like in the first episode, one girl just like strips down to you know her her big her swimsuit, but they've never really done that before in Love yeah. Live. Uh, and so, then at one point, another character looks up another character's skirt. That that's never happened before. So, so interest increasing. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> it's it's weird. So this one takes place on like a like a coastline school or something like that. So is it Okinawa? All- I think. Is yeah. it basically all beach-related stuff? Yes. Because it's all, all the promo stuff is very beachy, and that sounds like it's something I'd interest, be very interested Interest further increases. Yeah, interest <laughs> increases. There's, like, lots of swimming and water themes to it, and, like, at I'm one de- point they go I'm, scuba diving in the second episode. So, I'm, downloading well, the ep- I'm downloading the first episode right now. Yeah, well... <laughs> There you go. That's all you need to say. Even though I kind of so, knew that's uh, what it was. There was a um. They did a PV where like they had the they did the first PV where they got people to get interest to get interested in the show, and then they were like, "Well, pick your favorite girl." Well, they picked their favorite girl, and they did. Uh, everyone was like mermaids, and it was really cute. So <laughs> you should hmm. just watch it already. <laughs> I I always think that's such a fascinating feature of of idol animes is it's always pick your favorite girl mm-hmm. you know like everybody always has a favorite girl so like i love live i love rin from idol master i love hibiki like it's just like and that's like what it is and like cinderella girls is ex- like or the you know the other idol master yeah. idol master cinderella girl the russian one everybody's <laughs> freaking out about the russian girl the white-haired russian girl so and and it, like seeing everybody freak out about her i'm just like mm, I, I wonder what that's all about you know like and kind of brings up interest in the show to be like i wonder if i would like the russian girl it's such a weird phenomenon when it comes to shows like that. I just yeah. love the fact that they are so willing to receive res- uh, input from fans. Yes. And just return that and be like, hey, we made something for you, you know? I-, I just love that about the Love Live and Idol itself franchise or, you know, genre itself. Lovers of loving Love Live. Yes. <laughs> Ger- uh, Gerardo, what are you watching? Uh, I'm watching a lot of Camp Camp. Which is an American cartoon by Rooster. Yes, Day. yes. I believe I've told you guys about it. Yes, you have. I'm not sure if you're watching and it, and I haven't started watching it yet. <laughs> well, you can watch it on YouTube. They have the first oh, four episodes up. Uh, episode five is right now. It's on Rooster Teeth, and it'll be uploaded within the week in YouTube. 
but Camp Cap is just a simple story about a young kid named Max. He's stuck in a camp that's run by really weird people, and they have really weird camps. And he just wants to leave. He hates the place. And it's awesome. just fantastic. If you like South Park-style comedy, Camp Camp is the way to go. Oh, okay. Finish watching all of my animes of last season, which were Space Patrol, Luluko. The ending was fantastic. I cried. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, and and me and you actually had an interesting discussion after Luluko was over, where we were discussing, like, I was like, hey, did Luluko become, like, the mascot of Trigger? Because yeah. at, the, at the end, her dad calls her Trigger-chan. Yes, and so so, which means she basically became the Moeton. Like it was a it was a whole anime about her achieving Moeton of Trigger. Yeah, I didn't. I never even considered that. Really? Wow, yep. I never yep. thought of that either. Seriously, nobody thought of this. This is he calls it calls her Trigger Chan at the end, and nobody was just like, oh, ding, light bulb connection. Nope. And ah, nope. I was, I was actually. I just thought. I just thought that she became a combination of Yoko and uh, Haru Haru Haruko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I was. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Studio Trigger panel, and they mentioned that she was designed as the Studio Trigger mascot per se, and they just kind of ran ran with it. Huh. that's yes. neat. It is really neat. I like that. And they even said that you know now that they've shown that she can hop from world to world of Studio uh, from of Studio Trigger works. She'll probably appear in other shows. Yeah, you can see uh, Lulago and Nova standing in the mall in the final scene of Kiznaiver. Yes, they're just they're just standing there. They're just standing there talking with each other. Yeah, in the background, it's like, "Where's Waldo?" Oh, you know, <laughs> kind of how like in uh, Frozen when Rapunzel and Flynn Rider walk through the scene. Yeah. at the at the Queen coronation. Yeah, yeah, like that. It, it was exactly like that. Being like, "Haha, these you, these universes are connected." You see. So let's talk about some new anime. Yes, let's talk about some new anime. We have a lot. Well, we already did kind of talk about some new anime. Yeah, Food game. Wars. Well, we can start with Food Wars because that's a returning one. Yes, it's great. It is yeah. great. Uh, it's exactly where it left off, and it is exactly what we want. Yes, the, f- <laughs> the first episode... I've only seen the first episode by now. The second episode is out, um, and I haven't watched it. Oh, my yet. God, watch uh, it. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to be like the first thing I watch. Well, no, I always watch JoJo first, but then, I'll, but then I'll watch Food Wars. But the first episode was very much like, oh, remember when we were here last year? Well, now we're back, and it was just perfect. It was the perfect first episode to bring the season back into play. It was so great, and now but now they only have thirteen episodes this season. They're yeah, not, that's crazy. They're not doubling up like they did last year. So, but I think it means that they're gonna move the story along faster. So we're gonna see well, I more. Hope yeah, so. we're gonna see more content in a shorter time, 
So we're going to get more story revealed. Or is it the fact that they may or may not be able to achieve a season three? That would be bad. It would be devastating. It could yeah, also be that they're be catching up to the graphic novels very fast. That yeah, is a good point. Down. Yeah, that they, is a very good yeah, point. They probably need to slow down so that the so that the uh, manga can yeah a little scooch yeah little scooch. right kind of like but what they're doing still, with Haikyuu. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which Haikyuu is in fact coming back already though. I can't wait. Yeah. Who would have thought that volleyball boys would be so exciting? Oh, because <laughs> it is. Volleyball boys is freaking exciting. It's great. Thank you, forty two believer. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. You have made us a believer. <laughs> uh. Let's talk about the next most badass thing in the world. I think you're talking about Berserk. I think I am talking about Berserk. <laughs> so, okay, so Evan, have you watched the movies yet? <laughs> Does that then, answer your question? So then the answer is no, which means you cannot watch the next episode. I can't. No, it's staring at me right here. And Netflix only has the first movie. Yeah, well, I have all three. So you have to come to our house and we'll watch them, or I'll bring them to the Whatever, they're great. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure so if you, out. so if you guys are starting to watch Berserk now and you have not seen the Golden Age movies or read the manga, you stop. Have to. You yeah, have to. You have to watch the Golden Age movies, or else all the story is going to get spoiled for you. Um, it's a very heavy, a spoiler heavy story. Um, you have to know like what happens to all the characters previous, where these enemies come from. Uh, why Guts is being hunted down by these demons. The first episode of Berserk is actually how the manga starts out. So the manga starts out with that little introduction to the world, and then it goes back to the Golden Age. Yep. So uh, so it's okay if you watch the first episode of Berserk, but then you have to watch the Golden Age movies. Yeah, do not watch the second episode. Yeah, we're telling you that right now, and by the time this this is going to come out, you're it's probably going to have to watch it. Yeah, it's going to be too late. <laughs> But we're t- but so you should what probably we're doing tweet right now, this. You should probably really tweet this. Yeah. So we're so we're reaching out right now and scolding you. Shame on you for not watching the Golden Age movies and watching Berserk because Berserk is amazing and it is top manime tier. Like maybe like right under JoJo and Kenshiro from Vista the North Star. Yeah. So I don't know. He oh, guts is up there, man. He, <laughs> yeah. I love guts. He's, He's great. so good. He He's... is a manime character. Just know that know that he is manime. Thank you, Gerardo. Oh, by the way, Gerardo, I didn't send this to you, but Gerardo sent me a uh, one of those Go Mojo videos uh-huh. of like top ten anime. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and like uh, the list was good, but Go, you, as you know, Go Mojo makes a whole bunch of like pandering lists. Yeah, and they're oh, just yeah. like, oh, this Naruto character is the man, one of the manliest characters. I was like, f you, Go Mojo, because <laughs> like, because uh, Jojo, Kenshiro. They were all... No, Kenshiro was, like, number five on the list. But, like, all the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters, like, honorable mentions. And Kamina was, like, up at the top there. Like, no! Kamina's manly as character. I was like, no! Just because you say that you're manly does not mean you're manly. Like, ugh. It's so it's so annoying. But thank you, uh, Gerardo. Because Bubba Bo was on the list, and I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's talk about some new stuff that we didn't know exactly that... We, we whether or not we were gonna like it. Are you sure? Cause, cause if you say that about no, new game, I knew like I I researched new game before it came out. And I didn't know I was gonna like it when I saw it. No, I saw the I saw the PV for new. Uh, I I actually when we were setting up for this episode, I told Gerardo, uh, he's like, oh, I gotta start watching something. Uh, I told him to watch new game because it's amazing. So guy, um, both you, uh, I, Evan, you watched New Game, right? Yes, I watched New oh, yeah, Game. So I really liked it. it. Remember yeah, we were having a discussion about that. We're gonna, um, after I do my Top 100 album show, we're gonna have you and um, another person who works for a certain game company I can't mention on the Schmuck show. Schmuck Schmar. We'll, ha- we'll talk about 
the show. We'll review it and we'll talk about reality and non-reality of the program. <laughs> of the yes. Um, so uh, Caitlin and Gerardo, I highly, highly, highly recommend watching New Game because you'll watch it and you'll be like, "Wow, this show sickens me because of how cute it is." <laughs> it's it's one of the cutest shows I have ever seen since watching uh, Kino Moza. Like, which I, which by the way, I finished watching Kino Moza. I marathoned through both seasons of it, and I liked I it. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. I've, I'm still on season one. How do I um, catch up faster than you do on these sorts of things? Uh, since Kino Moza, I've never been like, "Wow, I want to screen cap every single shot in this anime," <laughs> because like the facial expressions that they make make out in it are so adorable, and all the characters are drawn in such a cute manner. That, like, I don't know, like, Tumblr must be going nuts with this stuff is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah. I must say, I, I cannot wait to watch the next episode. Yeah. Like, I'm actually legitimately excited to be like, wow, I want to watch New Game because it is so cute. And once the cuteness stops, I'm probably going to be very sad. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to talk about the anime that I also think that everybody should be watching. What's that? Sweetness and Lightning. Yes. Oh. I nearly broke down crying <laughs> in front of four of my coworkers at a card parts dealership. Uh, this was a. together. Like, okay, no, okay. So then, what we're gonna, uh, what I would like to say about this show is, if nobody has watched it yet, um, and yes, you must watch this show. This is a top-tier Wicked anime must-watch the show this season. If you watch Sweetness and Lightning, the first episode alone is like almost like a standalone story. Yeah. That's how yes. good the first episode is. If, if, and, they, if they didn't have an episode two, I would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, and the ups and downs of, like, this is a high point, like, this is happy and this is sad, balances out to this beautiful medley of storytelling where it's just like, wow, I feel really good even though these people are really sad. Yeah. Um, it's like the feeling when you're hanging out with a bunch of people that you like inside your house, but it's a hurricane outside. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> oh, that's actually a good analogy. <laughs> uh, huh. I thought I thought about that while I was watching it, <laughs> and um, and it's it's very cool because uh, I watch I, I watched the uh, I watched the credits. I I read the comments on the Crunchyroll feed mm -hmm. for the show, and people are just like the people who read the manga were very happy with how it came out. Yeah. And they were just like, it's sweet the whole way through. Like, the whole way through, it never gets, like, sleazy or punchy or anything. It's just this good. It's just nice. Yeah, it's, it's a nice. Ni it's a nice show. And in, in amongst all the trash anime that gets put out... Actually, well, nowadays, our anime is becoming much 2016 is doing good for anime so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There like is last season, yeah, so last is. season, we had Flying Witch. And now this season, oh we gosh. have Sweetness and Lightning. Yeah, well, there's there's some trash animes, but I'm gonna save that for the wikis. I'm just gonna say that I've seen. It. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at the end of the year. So, but uh, but yeah, no top tier. One of my recommendations recommendations with all the rest. Um, I would actually tonight. suggest that first, possibly out of everything that's playing right now, besides yes. the continuation stuff. Uh, and new game because it's so cute. No, even before <laughs> new game, I, I would know. say sweetness and lightning is is a definitely must watch before new oh, game. It's this is that's another good point though because new game is definitely playing off the moe factor. Like, oh they yeah, have, they have oh, modified yeah. the show to a, to shameless amounts of moe, and I don't care. Yeah. Um, this show very much is like 
wow, like that is cute without forcing my emotions. It's on the merits of the characters and how they're written. Yeah, and so it's adorable in a way that doesn't pander or make you feel gross. Plus, they do the thing where they have a child actor or a child character who's not played by an adult pretending to be a child and making that kind of cuteness. They're making a cuteness by it's actually a child voice actor. Oh, yep. wow. Voice actress. Yeah, um, oh. they did the same thing Bar with Barakamon with the kids on the island, and it's actually one of the voice actresses who played one of uh, the main characters the main child character's best friend, the, like, really shy and quiet one. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? And they did a great job. Um, and they're doing that more often now, which is great. I love it. I love it to death. Uh, I actually forgot a show I forgot to mention earlier. It's the Morose oh. of Mononokian. Okay. Uh, it's about this guy. He is cursed by a demon. Like, that's the first, like, five seconds. And, like, the first week of school, he's just passing out right in front of his school gate. Like, he can't even make it to his freaking class. And he needs someone to exercise this demon, and that's pretty much what it's about. I'm I'm working on the manga for Crunchyroll, so ah. it's uh, it's, this is, it's finally got the anime, and I'm so excited. And a lot of people think it's a BL, but and the opening sort of suggests that, but it's not. It's it's really about these two guys that become friends that exercise demons together. Well, that's, that's have, not going to stop the fandom. I have no, this it's not. in my queue. <laughs> yeah, I have this in my queue, and I actually really wanted to watch it this season. It's really good. The manga is fantastic. So, yeah, uh, I, um... the, I cannot remember his name. He voices Aaron in Attack on Titan. He voices the main character. Oh, really? Yes. So, if that so, helps, so... you should go watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one's on Crunchyroll, and I, yes, I have it in my queue. Really want to watch it. Awesome. Yeah. So, some shows that we should, we should talk about for sure as well. Uh, the Art Club has a problem. Yes! I only thought it was okay. I, I, believe it or not, even though Evan was just like, man, you're gonna love the main character because... He was drawing cat girls in the main, in the main Yes. Spot, so. He was making waifus. About, yeah, the show is about this guy who joins the art club, and he's trying to create his perfect waifu. Yeah, I'm actually... I. The, okay, so the main character there who's trying to make his waifu... Um, I disagree Uchimaki. with his waifus. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree with his waifu, but the main girl who works beside him has a crush on him. And the first episode, I was just like, why does she have a crush on him? He's a like, terrible character. Yeah, like, he's, a, he's an awful character, and he doesn't, like, have any likable points, but she's in love with him because plot, I think. Like, yeah. Like, because of plot device. Yeah. And, um, and where, yes, the show was very funny, the characters felt kind of, fell kind of flat for me. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from, but from just a brainless, entertaining sort of show, I, I enjoyed this art club has a problem. Now, my question is, and I brought this up, and I don't know if anybody else who has been watching this show had noticed in the first half of the episode, while Uchimaki is having Mizuki posing, you notice that there's somebody inside the locker watching yes, all this I happening. Yeah, I totally no, missed it. No, I saw this I saw this the first time I saw it through, and I was like, huh, that was weird. I think that's the other art student who's missing from, this, from the show. Yeah. The one that they mentioned, like, one or two times? Yeah. There's a part of there's a part of me that wants that to never be explained. Oh, like, she's in the opening sequence. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she is. Ah, oh. yeah, she's a, she's a little blonde girl in the opening sequence. Okay, okay, because she's, she's probably going to be in the next episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I was kind of hoping it would be funny. But it was like an inside joke with the animators that they put a random person <laughs> in the background. This isn't Disney, Evan. We're not <laughs> yeah. putting we're not putting pinup girls in in the windows of. Of flybys. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> I know Disney secrets. Yeah, but it, it was okay. I I would definitely tell people to give it a shot because there are moments in it that are really funny. Like the part where the guy starts talking about his waifu and like, and the girl's like, no, we should give this guy a shot. And he's like, oh, I want to create a waifu. Get out. Yeah. Like I thought, <laughs> lines, I thought lines like that were really funny. The way that they were written, good timing and everything like that. The characters in the show don't really make any sense because they have no reason to like each other the way that they do. Yep. Lastly, though, the last anime that I want to talk about is the one that everybody's been itching to watch is uh, Real Life. Yep. Which All 13 they, um, episodes up in yeah, one day. They, they Netflixed it. They just put every episode up. And weekly, they're slowly becoming not premium membership. So they're slowly becoming free to uh, regular viewers one week at a time, but if you're a member, you get to watch the entire series all at once. And they did do this in Japan as well. They released all over your life. Which is weird. Uh, it's never been seen before. Never been done. Uh, but it's it's cool. I like it. I, I like this idea that they have. Now, Real Life was cool, but it was a little weird. I haven't watched it yet. Really? You haven't yeah, watched no, it yet? I haven't watched the first episode yet. I like all the characters in it. Same they, here. I do too. As, it's, it's tagged as a romance... And I have only seen the first episode and a half because I fell asleep watching the second episode. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know who the romance is going to be. Is the twenty? 20- is it a harem kind of a thing? No. Oh. no. Is the twenty-seven-year-old gonna be falling as as a seventeen-year-old gonna be falling in love with one of the students? Is he gonna be fall? Is he gonna be helping other characters in the story fall in love with each other, or is he gonna fall in love with his twenty-five-year-old teacher? Oh, that's a cool idea. And and he's going to come on to her and say, like, I can't, you're a student, I can't. And then he's going to be 27 at the end of the series and be like, oh, now let's date. And then she's probably going to say, like, I can't, you're 27, but you were also my student. That's really weird. I don't know. Um, but It's going to be some weird Pocahontas avatar kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you betrayed me. You're not who you say you are. Yeah. And then we did then the things up, with like, the tails together. <laughs> We melded our brains. You burned down my tree of eyes. <laughs> they, they have some really awesome characters in the show, and I really like them. And I wasn't expecting the comedy to be the way it was. Like, the guy who gives him the pill also ends up being in the same classroom as him because the guy, oh, really? the guy who gives him the pill disguises himself as a 17-year-old as well so he can watch over him as a test subject. And then he's watching the guy fumble in classroom because he hasn't been in school in 10 years. And, like, as he's fumbling around, oh, I forgot my pencil case! He's just sitting in the back, <laughs> you know, like, laughing hysterically, you know. No, no, yeah, my, my, awesome. my favorite bit's the cigarette bit. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> I just <laughs> screamed with laughter when that happened. Yeah, the teacher finds cigarettes in his backpack and as a 27-year-old, he can buy it. It's like, what? They're just cigarettes. He's like, they're just cigarettes? Yeah, what's the big deal? I buy them all the time. Yeah, so what? It's two seconds. No! He's like, yeah. wait! This was a misunderstanding! You know, yeah, it was great. Great stuff. And uh, I, I just say, that's all I've been watching this season. I think that's enough what we're watching for now. Next episode, we'll definitely have more because I have way more anime to watch. There are a couple more so that we haven't even touched on that I've actually been watching. Yeah, so but oh, we'll we are running out of time, episode. sir. Yeah, yeah, we are running which, out of time. Which means uh, we have to turn the mics over entirely because we're going to be talking about a subject that we weren't even present for. We watched a few things through Kay's live streams on Facebook, and that was kind of fun because there was like a lot of people there. But you guys have more of the on-hands experience of what you did, what you saw, who you met, swag that you hunted down, which I'm incredibly jealous of. Caitlin, 
Sorry. That you posted on Facebook, and I am still just fuming over, like, what the hell is yeah. wrong with you? I would have bought just as much <laughs> Shirabako stuff as you did. Uh, I actually, there's a funny story about that, but I'll go into that in a minute. I'll actually let Gerardo go first. It was free, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, Gerardo. She's giving you the she's giving you the floor. Tell us about your anime expo experience. All right. Uh, so this year wasn't as great for me as other years. Okay. There just wasn't that many panels that really caught my attention. Um, I only went to two. That's usually which was two. Yeah, that's how Anime Boston usually goes. It's like four panels, two of which are ours. Because I love I love <laughs> the I love the I love the dealers room. Yeah, I love the dealers room too, but I love going to panels. Okay. But. There just wasn't that much that interested me. I went to the Studio Trigger panel, and I went to the Cowboy Bebop Chess Experience. Ooh. That looked really good. Fantastic. Tell us about that. Well, for the first half, they put on a, couple, a bit of the Cowboy Bebop music. They did the, in, the main intro, Tank, and Cowboy Blues, and some other, something else I don't re- really remember right you now. You recorded Spooky Doki, they brought I think. In, the harmonica one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, nice. Then they brought in the cast members, did a few Q&A. It was the main four English voice actors. Yep, Steve Bloom, Wendy Lee, Bill uh, Billingsley. Melissa Fawn. Yeah, Bill Billingsley and Melissa Fawn. Yeah. That should yeah. be all of them. And the dog yeah, who played apparently, on. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Steve Bloom, um, he has a tattoo of the line wave that says bang. Yes, I did arm. know that, actually. I, I never knew that, and that is what, fantastic. What that happened? is dedication. On his forearm, from his elbow to his wrist, is the tattoo of his voice's wave thing, uh, length oh, of him saying yeah. bang. Oh my gosh, that breaks my heart. Ugh. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop is so good. <laughs> and now, they did it like a short Q&A. Not, they already had questions pre-picked, so no one got to ask questions. Okay. Which kind of sucked, but All you nerds, sit your asses down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And after that, they did Ave Maria. They also did, um, what's that Beatles song? Hey Jude. No, not Hey Jude. Yellow Submarine. Uh, carry that weight. <laughs> I am the walrus. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. You're going to carry that weight? I want to yes. hold your hand. Oh, you're, no. you're going to carry that weight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We were close. We were close. Yeah, we were. Sergeant Peppers. Yeah. Let's still. <laughs> so, uh, we should still uh, live and let yeah. die. Yeah. We'll still. We'll still keep going. That was Paul McCartney. Yeah. It was. So I. I don't know why they did a Beatles song, but it was still good. I'm not complaining. Yeah. It was just kind of random. <laughs> well, it's because um, at the end of one of the episodes, uh, it, the instead of "See You, Space Cowboy," it's "You Got to Carry That Weight." Is it? Yeah. yeah. The okay. last episode is "You Got to Carry That Weight." Oh my gosh, I love you, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I don't remember this. All right, I, so uh, so dealer's room hunting. How was the dealer's room? What was the quality like? They they really upped the size of the dealer's room. Um, what? First of all, they moved the, the artist alley, because the artist alley was within the dealer's room previously. Artist before. And the artist alley now got moved down to where the autographs are at, which is like right under the exhibition in hall. In the basement. <laughs> Yeah, in the basement. <laughs> Which sucks for them, because that kind of takes away part their main It business. was also really hot down there, too. Yeah. It was baking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. I felt so bad for those artists. It was steaming in there. It was, how, it was so bad. You could just feel the heat just coming out of this room the second you walked into it. Man. All their sample art just curling on the sides <laughs> of, their, of their tables. Man, I gotta say, though, 
uh, every single artist that I follow on like DeviantArt or wherever that like inspires me to do and like stuff I like was there. Like every single one of them. And I was so upset that I wasn't there to at least meet them or talk to them, like get their exclusive prints. Cause I was, I was watching them paint and I was watching them paint the prints that they were going to paint or, uh, or sell at anime expo. And I wasn't there. <laughs> I just, I could just <laughs> sit back and be like, Oh, it's on the other side of the country. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of the things that I had heard about Anime Expo, I read it in an article, a review from one of our friends. Anime Expo is kind of how E3 was before they they just made it press only, where it was just kind of like an exhibition of the greatest things ever. And And it wasn't really like a convention. It was more like a giant advertisement. Yeah, I could believe that. Yeah. Yeah, is that really t- is that really true? I yeah. How much of yeah. it is fan driven nowadays? I don't even remember even seeing a fan driven panel listed on the actual panel sheets. Wow. Every Whoa. time I walked by a panel room, you know, I just sort of glance at it, and it was really just industry panels. I mean, I'm sure there were fan panels, but they weren't very prevalent compared to let's say like Otakon or Anime Boston or yeah, it was very. S- industry driven i honestly wonder how people not industry or press actually get around this convention yeah Ah. see that's that would be a problem for me i think because i like the community being involved for some of the panels i know in boston are really bad though yeah but that's part of the fun of it is you go and you just feel like wow i just walked into the room where everything sucks (laughs) but but then again you know being a part of the community is is a really important driving factor because if you're if you're not interested in in advertisements or anything like that if you want to hear from the community then you got to go somewhere else you can't go to anime expo however on the other side of things anime expo is humongous yeah and you can't keep that many fans in check when they want to do panels yeah you can't really regulate panels that big so in that case i understand so that means that wicked anime has to be like really big before we can do hardcore anime over there which Mm. means we'll never do it (laughs) now um what were the original like the the regular sizes of rooms there like are we talking that every hall you know it's like a thousand people do you remember how big like hall a and b are at ab yes they're about that big every single room generally yeah they were huge yeah wow okay so yeah that 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 seems like an important opportunity to be have to have to fill those rooms and yeah. for in some cases, you just can't do that with fans, you know, because well, the, I saw a, I saw a video online. I think it was probably from Crunchyroll or someone, uh, one of the industry people when they cut the ribbon open to open up Anime Expo to the fans, and I'm surprised nobody got trampled and died, because it was like Comic Con. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Every year it's the same. Like, cause, thing. cause they cut that ribbon and it was an ocean of people. It was it was kind of <laughs> horrifying. Like, just, like, I can imagine, like, the body odor smell. Oh, it was... (laughs) Yeah. Every year, it's pretty awful. There's no way we can get around that. Well, you know what, like, the really crappy part was? I was also doing dealing... I was in the dealer's room, too, and I was behind the booth. And day zero, which is that Thursday, they didn't have the air conditioning on. So (laughs) everyone in the dealer's hall that was setting up these giant booths, there was no air conditioning. So all you smell is, like, bulky man meat smell. And, <laughs> and like this one it dude, smells like boys loving here <laughs> like you can just smell like the people from the Funimation booth because it just they these, these 
Like, they weren't actually Funimation employees. They were event staff, and they were trying to put this huge booth together, and it's like, you can smell them all the way from over here. You just you just got to get the Puerto Rican showers going is all. I, like, they got to prepare guess. for that. I guess. Oh, my goodness. And I'm so <laughs> glad they finally turned it on on Friday. Do you think that that... That person who was cosplaying as Arachnia had a portable toilet inside that spider body. <laughs> she wasn't she in was there, there all, all day. She wasn't in there all day. She was just pooping all day long. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. <laughs> okay, that, that cosplay was amazing. Yeah, all all, jo- all jokes that. aside, that cosplay was utterly astounding. And how was the quality of cosplay there? It was amazing. Yeah, every year there's usually something that someone that really goes all the all out see any what was your favorite besides arachnia i saw a lot of uh fire emblem cosplays that i really did liked. you yeah that makes me jealous i saw this cause... amazing marth that you just randomly walked by and i was like hey come look at my porn hold on let me take a picture of you so, <laughs> and uh he was really cool i saw a lot of uh fake cosplays too uh my favorite cosplays was this group of people dressing as Overwatch characters, but they did it in uh, like a very low budget, so it's just kind of like a... They called it a uh, budget watch. Budget watch. <laughs> budget watch. I like that. That's awesome. Do you have pictures? Uh, I do. Ooh. I have one. You have one. All right. Oh, oh wow. that's awesome. <laughs> I you know, love just Reaper. Very low. Oh, I love <laughs> Reaper. <laughs> we'll post this on... Just... And we'll post this in the... Uh... In the description. In the description. <laughs> I like how there's the there's the Gundam that's being crossed out and rewritten as Mechie. Stuff like that. See, stuff like that is what makes conventions really fun is when fans have the most fun with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, with all the different things that they have going on, panels, dealer's room, artist alley, what was the highest quality? Like, where did people spend the... Where do you think people spent the majority of their time? What was the, what was the best thing to go to at the show? The dealer's room. Body pillow? Definitely. Let's say, uh, how, how big is the dealer's room there? Because, like I said, it used to be um, the artist alley and the, ex- the exhibition hall used to be one and the same. But they moved the artist alley down to the basement. Got, so okay. now they just so expanded into that whole area. All right. So I don't, I don't think my budget for Anime Boston would be enough for this con. Yeah, so Caitlin, with, with our knowledge of Anime Boston, to put it into perspective for us... So we have the dealer's room at Anime Boston, which is those two rooms. Yeah, I would honestly so if, take if, yeah, those two rooms, anime, smush okay. them together, and then double it. All right. So this yeah, this room big. is huge. So those videos that I put on Facebook, I maybe went through a fourth of that room. That That's huge Monster Hunter in... blimp was really cool. Oh my god. Yeah. Stop talking about Monster Hunter and I'm not there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I walked over and was like, I need to get this for Andrew and Jonathan. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was I, I watched that video. I was like, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Gerardo, I, I bet you stopped at the Monster Hunter. I did. Uh, they didn't have anything for sale. They just had the Monster Hunter demo. Did they which really? I was kind of sad off. I would have I would have thought they would have at least had some exclusive pins or something. They always have pins. I don't know. They I don't know what yeah. Monster Hunter's obsession with pins is, but they got them. <laughs> uh, that's the map to the exhibition hall. Actually, yep. This is pretty much what you expect when you go to E3. You a size like this. We'll uh, we'll link to the uh, to the map so that our listeners can follow along. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a visual guide. Because this is insane. So uh, let's wrap it up. Is there anything else yeah. really cool that you guys need to tell us about? Well, yeah. Uh, so Caitlin, tell us what, what so, tell us some of your adventures. Tell us uh, some adventures. It was very different. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. This was your first time there, wasn't it? Yeah, that was my first AX. Um, it was my first time going to California, period, actually. 
uh, it was very overwhelming to, you know, be there and meet so many different people and, uh, just this convention. I got lost several times and <laughs> I had no idea where I was going. I think the biggest thing that I sticks out in my head is that we actually had this, uh, this to scale doll at our booth the whole weekend of one of the characters. Yes. And yes, I she, saw that. She was so soft. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, were playing, we were playing with her all weekend. At least I was. And um, I swear to God, she was. She must have been made out of a fleshlight. Because just oh, she was okay. that squishy. So like at one point, the event staff actually came over after one of the days. And they were just like, hey, is she as squishy as I think she is? So they were groping her and molesting her. And one guy was like oh, looking up under her skirt. And I got really curious. <laughs> so I looked underneath there myself. So... <laughs> That was it, fun. Did it, um, was it a fully functional doll? Is did, that what you're saying? Yeah, she it. was sewed up. But yes. <laughs> oh my word. That's all I'm okay. going to say. <laughs> she's been neutered. But she's fully, uh, That's all you need to say. You told us everything. She's fully equipped. Uh, she didn't have nipples, though. So that was like, it was disappointing. <laughs> no nipples. That's a deal breaker for me. It was a deal breaker. I was curious. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you you have to tell us what game character that She's was because I know what. She's from Beatly from Alisoft. Yes, Alisoft. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that game actually looks really fun. It does it's look really fun. It's a lot of fun. You get to train your ninjas with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> your titty ninjas. Oh, hentai games. <laughs> yes. You be cray cray. Uh, Never that's stop being cray. Based off real documentation from back in the day, don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. Any any good artists from Artist Alley? I actually didn't get a chance to go. Are you serious? Oh well. I I was working the booth all weekend, and okay. when I wasn't working the booth, I had other work obligations for other companies. So oh man, uh, so I was whenever I was doing something or whenever I wasn't at the booth, I was actively doing other things. Uh, I did go down there at one point because that's where the autographs were, as Gerardo mentioned earlier, and uh, I helped out with some stuff with our guests and. I did get to see the artist alley. I didn't actually get to buy anything. Oh man, because so. because uh, me and you, me and you both being on uh, Picardo TV, Caitlin, I figured that like maybe like someone that you would watch as well would. Be, oh uh, yeah, a crap ton of my favorite artists were there, but I never got to check them out. That is so sad. I was I was pretty story. bummed, but that is the saddest story I've ever heard. I actually came home with way more stuff than I meant to, so it's probably a good thing that I didn't go. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that I there was so much Shudobako stuff. I had to stick it in my suitcase and I had this huge bag that I got from the airport that could barely fit it as it was. So and T- really? TSA sort of gave me like, mm, we'll let you through, but we're not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I'm probably going to have to check in two suitcases. Yeah, you, you like probably you, will. You, I actually considered buying another suitcase while it was at the convention because I thought I would need it. Yikes. Wow. Well, so then maybe so then maybe what, I'll, I'll, maybe what I'll do is usually when I go away on vacation somewhere, I only take a duffel bag mm-hmm. with my clothes, toiletries, and all that stuff, and that can be used as a carry-on. Right. And then I'll put like the empty suitcase in the it'll be empty but it'll, i bring it with me and when i come when it comes back it'll be full there you go <laughs> we got a whole year to prepare dude we got a whole year to prepare. we do yes we do and i was kind of hoping that i would be able to go to japan first but because this sounds like it's going to be a huge hit on my budget but hey mm-hmm. caitlin already started this but last question i really want to ask best thing you bought yes um, <laughs> is that a good aw crap or a bad aw crap? Or is it one of those aw craps <laughs> that crap you I don't, don't want to say? Admit? 
No, no, nothing she like already, that. You bought the you bought the doll at your booth, didn't you? I wish I did, actually. <laughs> Yeah, she already admitted to groping the doll. I don't think there's anything that she would have bought that well, would have been worse. Well, it was really funny because, like, guys would walk up to the, you know, up to the doll. They would play with her fingers or whatever. And I'm just like, just grab, just grab the tit. Just do it. We all know you want to do it. Just do it. And they would be really weird about that. And every time a girl would walk up, they'd just go honk, 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 honk. <laughs> you know, the girl. Well, that's because you're allowed to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, one guy licked her face. That was, that was interesting. Ooh, ah. It's like, you don't oh, know where that's okay. been. <laughs> Yeah, or, who or guess that. who's yeah. gonna be it, sick for the rest of the convention? Right, it's still made of chemicals. He's, That's he, how consciousness starts. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's patient, patient zero of conflict, licking your love dolls. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how the zombie apocalypse happens. Right? Not by a virus, but because someone had to lick a love doll. <laughs> made out of own a hole. Yeah, uh. pretty much. Uh, but I really, I, I got that all that Chewbacca stuff from somebody for free. So I had like a play bat and like acrylic stands and posters. So I got all that stuff for free. So I think the only thing I really bought was like this $15 plush toy. That's Man, all so I bought for myself. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't think. Of, oh, I bought um the King blades, you know, for the concert, the things that light up the, oh, the glow oh, ones. Okay. Yeah. I got those. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I bought King blades and a plush toy. That's all I want. Everything else I'm so is jealous like, of your. I'm so jealous of your Shirabako stuff. It, it makes me I, so angry. I, I think I have so much that I would be willing to part with some. That's all I was doing. I was just pandering and begging until that would happen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was so, your plan the whole time. Yes, Jay, but it was Jay. out of the generosity of you. So, Jay, I just had to I, get to that point. Oh, man. That's that's great. I'm, I, no, but that's so cool. I'm so happy to hear that. that um, they Because going to Anime Boston... You know, we didn't get to see all that kind of Shirabako stuff, so seeing, like, all this other exclusive stuff that you could pick up from Anime Expo, that's what really made me jealous, you know? Like, yeah. so that was so cool. I was like, oh, Caitlin has Shirabako stuff. I'm super jealous. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was really fun. It was actually so, Gerardo, what somebody was... I work with at Crunchyroll. Oh. They were like, hey, so-and-so went to Japan and got all the Shirabako stuff. Do you want any of it? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> yeah, how much of it? No. Like, I, I was like, um, was that like a rhetorical question or are you just dumb? So he had like this full suitcase of stuff and I'm just sifting through it and they're like, can you just save like one or two things for other people, please? I'm like, no, you said I could yeah, have no. it, so I'm sifting through uh, it. Yeah, uh, you asked me, you said I could have this, no. No backsies, yo. I was really surprised it came with like this huge calendar. I thought it was a poster, but it's actually a calendar. And it, like, flips mm. up, and there's, like, ten pages in it. It's awesome. I'm sorry to, like, pour salt in the wound, but I'm nope, really happy nope. about it. You have full, you have full <laughs> advantage over everything over here right now, so you can brag all you oh, want. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if you so, guys come up this summer, you guys can see it. All the goodies. Yes. That sounds good to me. Yes. Sounds like a good we idea. Should, we should plan for it. And if you're okay. ever in the Northeast, Gerardo, that invitation is extended to you, too. <laughs> hey, well, of course, he's coming for Anime Boston, aren't you, Gerardo? I do want to. <laughs> you should. No. So, Gerardo, what's the what's your favorite thing that you bought? As shameless, um, or, shameless or not? <laughs> I did buy two figures of Lupin and Fujiko. Cool. Of Sh Shifigo Art, I think the company's name. They're very small, but postable. Very good quality. Bought them for like thirty bucks, and the next day, next time I saw them, they were like fifty. Oh, nice. So score. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very yeah, cool. figures are always a winner. Uh, uh, in my book, though granted, lately I've been happy with just like seeing them and be like, "Oh, there it is." 
okay, I'm good now. Yeah. But there are some that pop up that I'm just like, oh, if I saw that, I that would be in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So stealing I saw is them, bad. I immediately grabbed them. <laughs> These are thirty dollars in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Happy Anime Expo, everybody, and I'm glad you guys had a good time. Thank you. So, so um, fan service? Yes, we do have, we have a little bit of fan service. So we touched on this a little bit, but Temsu emailed us, and Temsu wanted to wish Victoria a very belated birthday, because it was her birthday over the past couple of weeks. Well, now it's going to be even more belated, because he has to wait two weeks for yes. this uh, episode to come out. And he, should, and he recommends she should open up all the nakeries. Yes. Yes, yes she all the yeah, nakeries. If you got... I forgot about this. I do want her to play the this, this horror games. Yes! Yeah, alright, cool. Because that was one of the next things that he said. He said, okay, make sure you add me in the running total of peeps. I am a checkmark next to a Victoria playing a horror game. Cool, so that's Temsu, Gerardo. That makes 20. Alright, yeah! Okay, so we made a deal with Victoria the last episode that if uh, we get 20 people, 20 fans, or 20 people from across the internet... Uh, across Wicked Anime on all of our different medias, we'll keep a tally that if we get 20 of them, she will play a, a horror game, like, with headphones and everything, and totally immersed in the dark. On our, our Wicked Anime. On, on Wicked Anime play. Do it. <laughs> okay. Added. Three. Yeah. That makes three. It makes three. <laughs> and then, uh... I was he, joking about the 20 thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he also... So, uh, he also says that Waifu Watch is indeed a great idea. So that was, I agree, I had a so lot of So shout out to Scott, Shaded uh, Spriter. Yep. Great suggestion. I can't wait to do it again. Yep. And he said, you can't go wrong with the ladies of Overwatch for a good start. <laughs> they make a fun, diverse kit. What does he want us to do next? Uh, he said, we'll kind of discuss this a little bit. Uh, oh, maybe not. Maybe that no, was, pre that was pre-recording. Uh, he says that he would like to toss us Food Wars. Good. Yes, yeah, we well. can do Food Wars. We can definitely and, do Food Wars. Yep. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Which I haven't played that in years. Yeah, uh, none of us have really like played. decade. Yeah, yeah, and, decades. Um, and where was the uh, mecha? Uh, no, somebody else sent us the mecha. Somebody pilot. else sent us the mecha thing. So somebody else sent us mecha pilots. Which I bet it was uh, Big Bad. It might have been Big Bad. Yeah, Big Bad. Yeah. So Big Bad's fan services. He was telling us that um, the new Voltron bad guy, uh, Galra, the Galra Empire is the or the bad guys from. Uh, Beast King Goleon, which is one of the shows that they combined to make Voltron uh, in America, which was another nod to the whole thing, which is yeah. awesome. They did that all the time. And he just wanted to mention to us that his Overwatch waifu is Zarya, because he has a thing for strong w Russian women. Which, yeah, I don't I don't blame him. Like, I'm actually... Like, I see the appeal of Zarya. Yeah, I, I mean, like... Get on on board with Glitch. Broad-shouldered women. Yeah, well, and see, the thing is, too, is um, me and him, like, get on the same page. Because he plays Zarya, mm. and I play Tracer. Yeah. And we make a killer team. Now, here's the thing that I've heard. I've heard from people around the internet that Zarya is actually uh, openly a lesbian in... I am not familiar with that. Yeah, so I, I've heard that elsewhere. I don't know if it's true, but it's possible. Any, I don't know. Any facts? So people send us facts, people. We, we we'd be interested in this. So that would be kind I'm of. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, that would be kind of troublesome for waifu for people who want waifu. Well, except <laughs> yeah, for waifu. except for lesbian waifus. Yeah, lesbian. Then, yeah, then then or bisexual waifus. Yeah, or by yeah. So yeah. either way. Yeah. yeah, either way. But it, it doesn't. It actually doesn't matter because waifuism isn't a real thing to begin with. So you, your waifu can be a lesbian, and it does not matter. Yeah, because you always <laughs> seem to run into that problem anyways with your right? waifus. Like Kanu from Ikitos, and I was like, oh, Kanu's really cool. I think that might be waifu material. Oh, she likes chicks. And then, like, it was the same thing with, um, uh, what's-her-name from The Familiar of Zero. 
Like my, oh, my yeah. waifu character from the Familiar Zero is like, I hear she likes women, and but it was never like confirmed in the show, so that's kind of up in the air. That's just a problem that but you've it's always a thing. had. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> Waifus aren't real. Cartoon characters aren't real, so it doesn't matter. So uh, that. Is it for this episode of Wicked Anime? <laughs> Yay! We were talking about Anime Expo and all this cool stuff, and we had some really sweet guests. Now, uh, before we go off on the Wicked Anime uh, advertisement spiel, um, let's start with Caitlin, because she is our one of our guests. Caitlin, mm-hmm? where can they find your work and as well as Manga Gamer's work? Uh, <laughs> just advertise yourself. Uh, go to mangagamer.com and you can find all my awesome goodies that I work on for them. And go to Crunchyroll and support them because I work for them too. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> I'm really bad Great. at this. <laughs> you're go well, to okay, Mangagamer well, for you're... the ladies with the goodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're you're an artist too. Where can they find your art? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember my username. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, neon I haven't checked it in a while. We'll, we'll deal with that later. Your neon Suzu. Oh, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad somebody uh, remembers it. <laughs> uh, Evan, where can they find you? Okay, let me see if I can shorten it just a little bit because I know I always like go over like a minute and a half with mine. So let's see. You, can go, <laughs> you go, go to b3crew.com for the Boston Bash Brigade stuff. Go to Electric Sisterhood for all the S stuff, which is where I post some of my video game reviews. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and on Facebook.com slash Landafesh. And you can follow us on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. You can follow me on Twitter at King underscore baby underscore duck. On Anime Amino at KingBaby.esh. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc. There we go. Wow, that deserved a round of applause for that one. Oh, you should hear the whole one. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of mighty. I don't even know if he breathes when he does it. It's amazing. Yeah. Gerardo, can you be found anywhere on the internet? Um, you can find me on Tumblr, where I tumble a bunch of Ruby art under oh. Ruby Ruby Fan. Yep, you are the yeah you do run Ruby Fan, and so that brings us to the advertising of Wicked Anime. If you guys would like to join in on our conversation, maybe you were at Anime Expo. Maybe we didn't see or know that you were there tell us about your anime expo adventures um tell us about anything you want about any other convention that we might see you at or go to uh you can email us at wicked anime reviews at gmail.com that's wicked anime reviews all one word at gmail.com you can also find us at facebook.com slash wicked anime where you can chat with us there send us personal message and read any news stories from around the internet that we might think are funny hey you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime if you're not already listening to the podcast there because you can also listen to the podcast at SoundCloud slash Wicked Anime, iTunes, and Stitcher, and Google Play, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really. Audio boom. Yeah. You can also find the videos at nerdyshow.com, but the most important place to find our videos is youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews, our main hub of Wicked Anime, where we post all the video content, some sweet stuff on the way, maybe, <laughs> in production for a long time. Forever. Forever. Hey, you can also find us at social media places such as Twitter. You can tweet at us at YoWickedAnime. You can also find us at Tumblr at WickedAnime.tumblr.com where we tumble, tumble things all the time. You can also find us at TwitchTV.com slash WickedAnnaPlay. WickedAnnaPlay because we play video games and they're fun. We play Overwatch with our fans. We play Senran Kagura. And when Street Fighter gets jury, I'll be playing Street Fighter all the time because <laughs> I can't wait for jury to come out. 
Um, so Street Fighter and Tekken, Tekken, I guess, is coming out next year now. They bumped it a whole nother year. So, but we'll, but we'll still be playing it. PlayStation Five. Yes. <laughs> That's what we have for you guys on this episode of Wicked Anime. So we will uh, have you listen to us on the next episode. Be there, and we'll now we'll sign off the only way we know how. K. also hear the story about the kid who found a dead body no yes. yes yeah there was a kid who was playing pokemon go and as he was going around he found he came he stumbled across a dead body thanks pokemon go the end it was it did was there like a hunter <laughs> oh wow oh man welcome to the show caitlin <laughs> <laughs> it was Thanks. a gengar yeah. <laughs> Now, did he call the cops before or after he caught the Pokemon? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Hold on, I just got to catch this one Pokemon and... Okay, close app. (laughs) 911, hello. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment... We rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.